As you start to build your brand and focus on the numbers you are going to track, you'll have to start having to set goals to meet. This, I think, is the hardest part for brands and businesses to figure out. I talk to businesses all day long, and most of the time, they have no idea what they are focusing on. They are focusing on making money. However, there is so much more that goes into building a business. So let's talk about KPIs, dashboards, and BS. My name is Jeremy Quintanilla. This is the story of my life as I build my family business, dive into politics, figure out how to leave a legacy, and all the other adventures life has in store. You're listening to Age of Jeremy, Season 2, Tribe. I once had a chance to meet a bank CEO after a very bad scandal. In the meeting, the CEO claimed to not know what KPI meant. He was trying to play off the fact that the metrics the bank were focusing on for sales, he knew nothing about, which if he didn't know what a KPI was, he probably shouldn't have been a CEO. KPI stands for Key Performance Indicator. It essentially is a metric that you, your brand, or your business determines as an indicator of your success. Thinking of building our tribe, we are basing our performance on the following. We're focusing on membership growth, comment growth, reactions growth, comments per post, reactions per growth. Now, there are other metrics that we're tracking, and we will touch on them later. But for now, you need to be able to track your tribe and how you are growing. For now, we're going to be utilizing Facebook groups to create the way in which we are going to create our tribe. And I recommend that you do the same thing as you try to create your tribe. So what do we do with this information and how do we set goals for it? Well, this is where spreadsheets can come in handy. Now, I don't believe that everyone needs to know how to use spreadsheets. However, in the beginning stages of a company, they come in really, really handy. The reason they can be important is they are an easy, and this is once you understand how they work, they're really easy to create models or store data in rows and columns. Now, there are also database companies like Airtable that can do similar things, but Excel comes with Microsoft Office 365. So either way, and and no matter what you decide to use, in the case of Excel, it is important because you can use it to create those models. You can store that data and see how data changes over time. When you are setting goals, you need a basis for what you can do, and then you can look at your historical data and come up with a goal. Now, this leads us to dashboards. Now, I love dashboards. Being able to see all your data in one place at any time and hopefully in real time or pretty close to real time. In management information systems, a dashboard is an easy to read, often single page, real time user interface showing a graphical presentation of the current status and historical trends of an organization's key performance indicators to enable instantaneous and informed decisions to be made at a glance. And yes, I did take that from Wikipedia. Being able to see certain information can be beneficial to make a decision for you to push. Now, I remember I used to work in retail and we had an in-time or real in-time dashboard of what our units per sales were. Now, when I was a manager there, 
about halfway through the day, if we weren't at our units per sales number, then we would make a push to sales to sell more. And that's the reason why this can be beneficial because you have that in the moment uh, metric so you can see what's taking place and then you can change your activities so that you can push whatever it is that you're trying to push. In the case of the retail store, we were trying to uh, push our units per sales. So we would maybe when we're talking to a client or to a, a customer, we would offer them more clothes to try on when they were trying on, say, their jeans. Now, besides in the moment metrics, these are these are really beneficial, the dashboards, because you can see all of the information in one place. From there, you can show the information to say your board of directors, if you have one, or to your manager, or your team, or whomever. What is important is getting this information in one place. The most popular dashboard company is uh, Tableau. Tableau empowers everyone to see and understand their data. It's business intelligence for your entire organization. Explore and analyze data in seconds. Just drag and drop to discover trends and outliers. Or use natural language to go from question to answer in an instant. Connect to the data you care about, whether it's a spreadsheet, database, or big data. Access data warehouses or cloud data. Tableau Prep helps you quickly and confidently transform and shape your data for analysis. Easily combine data from multiple sources. See all your data at a glance with Prep Builder's visual and direct interface. Smart grouping algorithms make it easy to reorganize your data. Then publish and schedule your flows with Prep Conductor. Or open the output directly in Tableau Desktop for analysis, where you can ask questions, change your perspective, and reveal deeper meaning. Transform your data into powerful interactive dashboards. Securely share your data and dashboards with Tableau Online or Tableau Server so everyone in your organization can ask and answer their own questions right from a browser, tablet, or phone. Whether you want a fully hosted solution like Tableau Online or to manage your own Tableau Server on-premises or in the cloud, the choice is yours. Everyone in your organization can access data and dashboards to explore and find their own insights in a trusted and secure environment. Tableau's management tools give you control over everything from user permissions to data source connectivity and the visibility you need to support your deployment. Tableau naturally fits within the fabric of your business, so you can easily scale from small teams to full organizations with thousands of users. Tableau. See and understand your data. I'll be honest, Tableau is pretty sweet. There is also a Yellowfin, Looker, Salesforce Analytics, uh, SciSense or CSense, and the list can go on. I have a link in the description below, so if you want to go and check all these out, be my guest. But for us, as you know, I'm a big Microsoft fan, we'll be using uh, Power BI, and that is Microsoft's Business Intelligence Dashboard. Um, so, or power business intelligence is what it stands for. Most of the business intelligence systems are very similar, but Microsoft BI is um, free. Now there are paid versions, but you can get your dashboard started for absolutely free. Power BI allows you to connect to your spreadsheets, your Salesforce, 
Google Analytics, and social media sites. From there, you can create the way in which you want the data to present itself, and you can access it from the Power BI app. This will allow you to provide the information to your team and be able to see all of your metrics in one place. What also makes business intelligence dashboards great is you can see the changes over time and see where you might be lacking or what you can be doing better. Earlier in this episode, I mentioned that spreadsheets could see how data has changed over time. Well, this is where dashboards can save you time. Rather than populating charts and graphs in Excel, you can create them using the Power BI dashboard to see how this might change. It just takes a little time to get to know what is happening. When we started 3T Fitness, one of our investors told me that, that we run the business like a big corporation when, when we're actually just a small business. Now, I would agree with this statement. I believe they were using it in a negative uh, connotation, however, but they were right. I imagine that if you can create these processes early on, you can start to see things that you are doing right. And especially when it has to do with finding out what you are doing right and what correlates to revenue. So what is correlation? Well, correlation is the rate at which two things move in relation to each other. For example, we could look at our membership growth over six months and look at revenue during that same period. If they have positive correlation, it means that as one increases, the other increases. However, it doesn't mean that membership growth causes revenue to grow. It just means that they go up together and that correlation is a one-to-one. -one, and that means that they correlate at the same rate. If it is negative, then when one goes up, the other goes down. Now, I said that one doesn't cause the other. But when you're making decisions, if you're growing your membership of your Facebook group, then more people are probably going to our website or listening to the shows that we advertise on and or that we have the shows that we advertise to the group. Now, I said that one doesn't cause the other, but when you are making decisions, if you're growing your membership of your Facebook group, then more people are probably going to our website or listening to the shows that advertise on the group. And if the listens are going up, then revenue will go up. So if something is correlated, think about it and see if it makes sense. And if it makes sense, then focus on it. The reason I mention this is that most of the time when people are telling their stories of starting a business, they always talk about all the things that they failed at. Um, startups and small businesses spend most of their time thinking of ways to fix what's wrong, which is important, but they need to spend more time finding out what they are doing right when things are going good and when things are growing. To do this, you need to track the data you think is important. Find out what activities make the most impact to your top line, to reducing expenses, reducing debt, or whatever it is that impact the goals you are focusing on. Once you do that, then you create what's called a balanced scorecard. A balanced scorecard is a scorecard that you look at and compare it to your metrics. For example, our goal is to be to 300 members by the end of the year for our Facebook group. So if you haven't joined our Facebook group, Addicted to Podcasting, now would be a really good time. We're currently at 196 members as of this recording on October 18th, 2019. I would like to get the majority of this, the, the people uh, to that uh, 300 goal. I would like to get the majority of those before 
um, people start vacationing for December, which means I would like to be to 280 by the end of November. Now, if we're thinking of our balance scorecard, on our balance scorecard, we would have we would have multiple columns. On one column, you will have the list of the names of the metric. In the next column, you would have the actual metric for the time period reported. And then in the next column, you would have the goal. And then in the fourth column, you would have the percentage to the goal. This is how you measure up to your metrics that you're focusing on. For example, if on December 1st, we had 283 people to a goal in November of 280, we would be at 101% to our goal. Now, you might be asking yourself, why is it called a balanced scorecard? Well, traditionally, it has multiple buckets of key performance indicators from all of the main areas. So the metrics we have mentioned here would probably be in a social media bucket. Traditionally, you will see a finance bucket and a marketing bucket um, and maybe some other buckets. But what is most important or more important is to base the metrics you track on whether or not those metric activities help you reach your goal. Now, we have been talking a lot about your Facebook group as a meeting place for your tribe. But what happens if Facebook just stops groups altogether? What do you do then? How does your tribe grow and survive? Find out next time on Age of Journey. Age of Jeremy would like to give special thanks to Seth Godin for letting us use his book Tribe as the name and jumping off point for season two. Find his best-selling book Tribes linked below. Our season two song is Autumn by Trophy Eyes from their album American Dream, released in America by Hopeless Records. Age of Jeremy was recorded using Steinberg's Cubase, Audio-Technica mics, Audio-Technica headphones, Focusrite interfaces, and Waves plugins. Check out the links in the description below. 